everyone, and welcome back to the People Project Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Alexander, and each week I will be bringing you episodes on different topics that affect us all in different ways, internally, externally, or sometimes both. Last week we talked about uh, having bad days and how to remedy them or really just get through them, and turns out I really needed my own podcast last week because work just did me in last week, so... That, that was cool for me, um, but this week I am joined once again by Tyrone Graham, and we are going to be talking about entering the villain era, and villains of reality TV, large and small. Um, we're both really excited about this episode, and from the submissions I got, I think a lot of y'all are excited too. So, without further ado, good morning, Tyrone. Good morning. Uh, yeah, I'm. I I need to uh, go back and listen to that podcast because uh, <laughs> I have a I have a bad day brewing right now. Oh, not, no. it's not it's not too too bad. It's just you know I, I took care of my goddaughter last night and she's uh, just a little over one years old and um, she is clearly spoiled by her parents. <laughs> oh no! She only sleeps at a two to three hour clip. So. Oh lord. It's it's been a long night. <laughs> yeah, but man, yeah, all the coffee today, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, so Tyrone, you actually reached out to me with the idea for this episode. So do you kind of want to give like a little why you wanted to do this, where your idea came from and everything? Yeah, shake. (laughs) God. (laughs) Shake is where the idea came from. Freaking shake. Oh, man. We're going to be talking about him. Don't worry. We probably are. I figured we would. I am. I feel like I'm on an island alone uh, with not necessarily defending Shake, but defending the necessity of his character on the I show. I agree. No, I agree. And some whys behind it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So uh, he was the uh, he was definitely the catalyst for the conversation. And I think honestly, like this is an important conversation to have on like so many levels because I mean we see. I mean reality TV has become really just tv you know what i mean like i feel like the majority of shows that are on at least like prime time are reality tv nowadays you know like the dramas and the comedies like they're still you know the sitcoms and stuff but like i feel like the big dramas they're on they're like netflix exclusives hbo exclusives stuff like that it's like you have to go seek those out but right in front of your face it's all reality tv um and and one thing I do want to mention, um, and me and Paul Butler talked about this, or Paul Butler and I talked about this um, at, in the Stain Culture episode, this in no way is going to be a podcast of us defaming anyone's character, um, unless it's their character that they played on TV, but not their personal character. This has nothing to do. Some of these things that make people villains, it's things that they have done to people, but this isn't us saying, like, I don't like them. They're ugly, just because... I just don't like them. Like, you know, we're going to go into full detail. So this is us saying, don't just get on the internet and blast people just because you don't like them because it's not nice. Whether they're on reality TV or not, just because someone has chosen to go on a TV show does not give you permission to attack their personal lives. So with that being said. (laughs) And to reinforce what Kelsey said to me before we started, because we be the villains, which is true. And y'all, some of y'all need to hear that. We are the villains. Mm -hmm. If we do those types of things, it's ridiculous. As my grandma always told me, like, you never know what happened to somebody when they woke up that morning. And that is something we're going to talk about is like the, like what, where all this like 
villain ship comes from, right? Like, are they just, like, a bad person? Like, are they just, like, I enjoy being cruel? Because some of these people truly feel like they're just, like, I love being a bad person. Um, mm-hmm. And But then there's some of these people that, like, they've just really been through it. And you can see like them just reacting to other people. And some of these people, like they're considered villains because they do things to everyone's favorite, you know, character. Mm. So, <laughs> so there's all these different layers to what makes a villain. So I guess on that note, we should get into it, huh? I'm ready. All right. So, so villains and this specifically, cause I know if we got into like the villains of like, pop culture in general, we would be talking for like the next six hours. Um, This is specifically reality TV villains. Um, And so, you know, we posed the question of, are they necessary? And then why or why not? So I personally think they're necessary Um, because if for no other reason, it one challenges the hero, um, but then it also challenges us as viewers because we're seeing this maybe an opposing opinion from our personal opinion, or we're seeing this person with all this negative behavior and it make it teaches us one, don't act like that, but also, okay, here's the things they're saying. Here's why they're wrong. Here's how we can learn from it and grow from it and, and things like that. Like, I think that they allow these conversations to happen that maybe wouldn't happen if like everybody, you know, was all sparkles and sunshine on these shows. Um, you know, it, it allows for important conversations, maybe not in the, always the most positive way, but I think it does allow for conversations that need to happen. And, um, you know, some of these, these, these villains, they end up learning so much about lives other than their own and, uh, you know, more about themselves and growing as people after, you know, they kind of maybe turn the corner. Some of them do, some of them decide (laughs) to live in it. So, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement. Uh, I don't. I guess I'm not playing the villain role right now because you think about even some of your favorite podcasts, including mm-hmm. this one. You know, it's good to have the difference of opinions, and typically the difference of opinion is what we consider a villain, mm-hmm. um, a different way of acting or a different way of saying things or doing things or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. And those are your you you know if you listen to podcasts. That's a lot. Those are typically your favorite type of podcast is the mm-hmm. ones that have different opinions. Right. Uh, we could even go through a situation that just happened with Survivor, like on the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackson, one of the individuals yeah. there, got made it back. You know, he was taking lithium. He told them a day before leaving out that he was trying to wean off. They still let him go on the show. And some people saw CBS slash Survivor as the villain because they thought that they were trying to capitalize on the situation of using Jackson's story Mm -hmm. to get more viewership, knowing that he probably wouldn't have been able to make it on the island. Like from the trans community. Right. Yeah. Now, Jackson has, you know, denied that is the case. But even in the moment during that time frame before Jackson's interview came out post episode, Mm -hmm. I went online and saw a bunch of different ways of thinking about that situation, um, which was very, very good to see. Um, So a lot of really good conversations were happening. Yeah, and that's the that's the good thing, right? Even though I disagreed that Survivor was, you know, was trying to capitalize on the moment mm-hmm. at that point, and I'm glad that Jackson kind of helped to corroborate that thought Me process. Yeah. But it's it was really good to see just all of these different perspectives around that particular situation and how people saw it because some of those things I wouldn't that wasn't even a thought in my mind, right. and that's what I think villains bring to the table. Yeah, I agree, and you know, it's funny 
why is it that when someone has an opposing view that we consider them a villain? You know, like that's immediately we're like, oh, they're the bad guy. I'm right. They're wrong. They're the bad guy. And, you know, I say we, it's like this general overarching we. I'm not just saying like Kelsey and Tyrone, every time someone disagrees with this, <laughs> they become a villain because that's not the case. Um, because if anybody's ever listened to this podcast, I welcome differences of opinion because I, I like being challenged on like what I think and what I believe. And um, because, you know, it, I feel like it sharpens what I personally believe in. Um, because I'm not going to, you know, just be like, oh, you disagree with me. I'm going to go agree with what you believe in. No, like I, it solidifies, you know, my opinions and my thoughts. And, um, so to the, to the question of, are they necessary? I definitely think that they are. Um, yeah. because it'd be, I don't know, it'd be kind of boring without them, you know? <laughs> with that being said, you know, the folks that are listening to this podcast, if you, you know, later on, we're going to get into like some top five conversations, <laughs> conversations. And if you dislike one of the people that are on our top five for villains, like don't cut our heads off. Don't okay? cut, do not come for us. Okay. <laughs> come for us. Okay. We all have our reasons. You are choosing listen. to listen to this podcast. Okay. Just remember <laughs> that you are, you have turned us on. So I know. Caitlin is like listening to this right now and she's like like we've me and her have already argued about who's a villain and who's not earlier this week. <laughs> so Oh, I love it. It's <laughs> great. So you know, mo- moving on to like the next question. Um in your opinion, what is the limit on on showing like a villain in their views? So whether it's, you know, racism, homophobia, misogyny, like physical violence, um, you know, any sort of abuse, you know, anything that might be triggering to a viewer or to someone, you know, on the show, what do you think is the limit on, on showing these things? Yeah, this is, uh, I'm glad we're getting a difficult question out the way first. This is <laughs> a very hard question to answer mm-hmm. because, you know, typically anybody that answers this question, even if you're thinking in your head, how would I answer this question? You're pretty much answering for you. Mm-hmm. And what your thoughts are, um, it's difficult to answer for anybody else other than yourself here because your triggers are different from other people's mm-hmm. triggers. I think it's all um, based so on gonna... your experience, right? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to try my, my damnness to, to think of the majority <laughs> um, in this answer. But I'm going to be honest with you all. The answer is probably a bit selfish um, in my thought process. And I don't know if there's another way of not thinking selfish with this answer. And please, if you do have another way of thinking selfish, non-selfishly or unselfishly in this answer, please let me know. But Mm -hmm. I think the limit is specifically or more so generally, if the language or the actions of the individual slash villain is hidden in that what they believe seems like the truth. So Mm -hmm. like if there's some sort of hidden homophobia or hidden racism in that it could be justified on why they think a certain way or why they're acting a certain way, Mm -hmm. because it's so there's, there's some gray areas in there in the way that they're speaking about something. Mm -hmm. That's when I think they are not good for TV Yeah, because we talked about shake, right? You get into an individual like shake Shake's actions clearly are wrong. There's yeah. no like it's hidden all caps, way about it. R- loud, it's all wrong. Caps. Yeah, exactly. It's very, very loud. That's a good. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> very loud. So you can sit there and look at Shake and say, "Hey, 
fellas in the world, that's misogyny. A clear sign of misogyny. Mm-hmm. That's toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it looks like. Right. This is not this is not how you're supposed to act. Right. Those are fine. But the opposite of that, where it's kind of like, mm, that makes sense why he acted like that when, you know, I as a black person might know it's racism or somebody mm-hmm. from the LGBTQ community might say that, right. that's definitely homophobia. Somebody else that's not from that community are like, able to justify immediately it. recognize it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think the I agree with you. The more gray area stuff um, does more harm than good. And and to give a little background, because I'm pretty sure like 99.9% of people that just exist in the world right now have seen Love is Blind season two. But if you haven't, Shake was on Love is Blind. If you just Google Shake, like milkshake, Shake, um, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to pronounce his full name shake um he was um the one of the villains of love is blind season two yeah. uh love is blurry uh, <laughs> and it's <laughs> a great line it, oh, that sorry. was a great line but see that's the thing <laughs> this see, he gave us some great lines and i think like i've seen so many conversations because so seeing seeing the way that shake treated deep d like was it was hard for me to see um, because some of the things that he said and some of the behaviors that he exhibited towards her were things that I've experienced in the past. But what was cool for me is to see like Deep D and I'm going to say right now, this is a spoiler for Love is Blind season two. So if you have not finished it, like skip forward like a minute or something. <laughs> uh, but I feel like everyone like it's all over the Internet. So I feel like we're spoiler safe at this point. Um, but you know, when Deep D chose herself instead of him, like that, I think I like, I had to like pause it. I think I cried for like half an hour. Like it was like the most like empowering thing. And I know so many other people who have experienced similar things who I've seen them say the same stuff. And even people who haven't experienced, you know, any sort of, um, you know, form of abusive relationship or, you know, that feeling of like, you know, finally choosing yourself, whatever, um, it's still inspirational. Right. Um, but I don't know. It was just, it was a very, like, just this cool, like healing moment for me too, of just like, yes, deep deep. And I have actually, I sent her an email about coming on the podcast. We'll see if she replies, but I was like, I'm shooting my shot. Okay. Like, um, but, but yeah, like I think those converse, the conversations that I've seen being had about like the way men speak to women and then vice versa, the way women speak to men as well. Um, because you know, conversations about Shayna and Kyle and things like that. Um, I think, and even the way like, you know, Mallory behaved at some points on the show and, um, Natalie even has said like, I was not perfect on the show either. And Mm. so I think it, it is that it has brought up a lot of really good conversations about like how we should treat each other in, in romantic environments right like in romantic relationships and things that people because sometimes people are like that doesn't happen like people don't treat each other like that but then when it's right there on your netflix screen right in your face and you know people are like oh well it's shake like he's just this is like all so dramatic and then all these people are coming out like i've experienced that yeah that's been said to me Mm -hmm. oh you know this isn't shocking at all like all these people who were not shocked by seeing this behavior then it brings up this conversation of like, okay, how do we change this? How do we teach like our children to not treat other people this way? How do we recognize this behavior in our friends and in our family and help them change? And then how do we empower people, men and women, um, or whatever your, um, 
preferred pronouns may be, like, how do we empower people to make that decision to choose themselves? Because mm. whether you're in a relationship or not, you should always choose yourself. Because at the end of the day, yep. that is who you have. At the end of the day, that's it. You've got you. And because, I mean, like, you're always going to let your wife down. Your wife's always going to let you down, no matter how hard y'all try. I'm going to let Austin down. He's going to let me down. I'm going to let down my friends, my family, everything, because I'm human, right? But if I'm mm-hmm. choosing myself and I'm not, like, putting all my eggs into, like, the these people baskets, right? If I'm, like, at the end of the day, choosing myself and taking care of me, then all of that other stuff is going to fall into place. And we're seeing that with Deep D. We're seeing that, like, she chose herself and, like, how empowered she feels. And then, you know, a potential relationship between her and Kyle is blooming. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, we're seeing all of these, like, fruits of her, like, internal labor, right? And this wouldn't have happened if it weren't for Shake. So... You know, like, and do I think it's cool what he said or anything? No, but I, right. I you know, we talked about this before, um, you know, we were, we were on the air, but, uh, I think, I think shake was necessary. Um, you know, again, I think the things that he said were gross and unacceptable, but how many conversations have happened because of that? How many, you know, lessons have been learned because of that? How many relationships could have been saved because of that? Because like maybe a guy saw it and was like, oh, I treated, I'm treating my girlfriend that way or I treated my ex that way. I need to, you know, reach out and send an apology, you know, whatever. So I think, I think it was necessary. Maybe people are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys feel that way. But (laughs) I don't know. I agree with you. I think it was important. I do want to be clear that um, I think anybody who watched Love is Blind from the beginning mm-hmm. saw that Deep T's light was ready to shine. Yeah. You know, so I don't necessarily think that she needed the villain of Shake in order for that to happen, but I definitely think that loud, it gave her an opportunity for it to shine yeah. brighter yeah. because of what she had been through with him. And not for nothing, right? What's, mm-hmm. what's uh, you know, the, the part that's talked about Deep T a lot... <clears throat> is really the the aftermath right choosing herself saying no right. at the altar um the way she responded in the reunion the way she's responded in magazines and mm-hmm. articles you know i think i read something along the lines of she doesn't she doesn't fault him for not finding her physically attract right. attractive that's not the issue the issue is the way that he acted exactly. on that lack of physical attraction exactly but what i really appreciate about dt is that in the confessionals first couple of episodes she recognized his shallowness mm-hmm. and still gave him the opportunity right. knowing knowing that she was a strong enough woman mm-hmm. to decide to choose herself if it didn't go the way yeah. that she was you know, recognizing all of this from the jump yeah exactly exactly yeah. um and that's and that's important you know Speaking of one of the names that you mentioned earlier, I get on this. We get on this individual for always choosing these uh-huh. terrible red flags. Uh-huh. People, oh my gosh! But I'm I'm okay if you choose the red flags, knowing that that's a red flag, right. like and if knowing you know, that you gotta quickly you know switch. You're going into it, right? Exactly. Yeah, like get what you need, get out. But like, yeah. if you know, okay, all right, you know. And making the others around you aware, then get out. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. 
Um, but yeah, no, I com- I completely agree with you. I think it's, you know, it's all about like, you know, establishing these boundaries and all that and, and not, you know, deep deep going in, knowing what she was expecting. Now, on Love is Blind, looking at a different villain in Shayna. Okay, so real quick, last mm-hmm. point about DT. Yes, yes. Just to, I just want to push our point for those who disagree with us about Shake. <laughs> We've probably mentioned DT's name three times more than we mentioned exactly. Shake's name. And the conversation <laughs> started about Shake. That's right. just all I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would we be talking about DT that much if it weren't for this situation? Maybe not. Who knows? Right. But so, so Shayna. Um, again, if, you know, anybody hasn't seen Love is Blind, um, so Shayna was in the pods talking to this guy, Shane, who I've seen him in memes compared to Gary Busey, and it really is, like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's who it, it's the eyes, you know, it's the crazy eyes, bless his heart, he's probably, like, the nicest guy, but his energy just stresses me out, um, but, so. Don't give him no benefit of the doubt. Yeah, well, no. no. After after the reunion, absolutely not. Um, and <laughs> so Shayna and Shane were talking in the pods. It was a whole thing. I'm not going into it. Um, but then Shayna got proposed to by this guy Kyle, who's just the sweetest little thing. And they went back. Kyle and Shayna went back and forth in the pods a while because they have completely opposing religious views. So Kyle is an atheist. And Shayna is a Christian. And Kyle, heavily, heavily, like (laughs) all caps, in red, bold, underline it, Christian. Um, Wears the t-shirt, everything. And so, but the thing, I have to, I have to give Kyle some credit here. Because I feel like a lot of times, like atheism and atheists in general are painted as these like big mean people who like, you know, hate on everybody. And I'm going to convert you to nothingness, you know, like whatever. And he was just like. That's cool. You know, like what, you know, I, like he was open to like understanding her beliefs more. And like, he was asking her all these questions and stuff like that. So I, that's a, that's another podcast for another time, but I he think ate steak for her. I'm sorry. Exactly. He was a freaking vegetarian for how long? And he was he like, ate all he ate steak. steak for exactly. So if you're one of these people out here saying that, like, I, I know like, just like there's hateful Christians, there's hateful atheists, there's hateful every religion, but don't put all these, these this one group of people into this little bucket and just say that they're all mm-hmm. hateful because Kyle is an example of, you know, being, being accepting of people. So, so they, you know, a, quote unquote attempted a relationship. Basically it was just like Shayna attacking Kyle the whole time and bless his little heart. He was like, okay, but yeah, I'll, I'll eat meat for you. Even though I've been a vegetarian for how many years? Oh, you want to go sleep in another room? That's fine. I'll meet you in Chicago when we get back and we'll have um, a very awkward date at a park. And like, I'll give you my mom's engagement ring and all this stuff. So he's at fault a little bit here because it's Thank like, you. Exactly hello, Kyle, really, yeah. like, I know Matter she's fact, hot, but she's not that hot, dude. <laughs> right. Matter of fact, that red flag conversation we had, right? Yeah. All the red flag signs were right. there for he, Kyle. Yeah, he had his, like, green flag blinders on. He was like, exactly. this is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he just, he just wanted love and, and, you know, we found, you know, Deep D has said in interviews, like she was trying to decide really hard between Kyle and Shake. And like, that's something that we didn't see on the show. That's something that mm-hmm. they didn't show. So I wonder how much like, you know, not getting chosen by Deep D, you know, like, 
affected Kyle just like wanting to find love and wanting to be with someone, you know, was Shayna his second choice? You know, like how did that kind of work out? Mm -hmm. I do wish we had seen that like, you know, fold of things. But, um, but yeah, so like, you know, seeing Shayna's behavior, um, just like, I mean, it was very loudly, well, you don't agree with my beliefs, so I'm going to attack you for that. And then, and then in addition to that, she was jealous of Natalie and Shane's relationship. So she tried to attack their relationship. She tried to say all this stuff about Natalie to Shane. And at that point in time in their relationship, I have to give props to Shane a little, little teeny tiny bit. He's right. He like, <laughs> she, she was right. Um, but you know, he did defend his relationship. He was just like, mm-hmm. cause you know, things were really good with them at that point. And so he was like, you know what? Like, you know, I, I fully expected, like, I was like, just, curled up in a little ball watching that because I was expecting like them to like make out or something and like just destroy his relationship oh, yeah. with Natalie. But it didn't happen well, there. What's interesting about Shayna is um, I, when, you know, we have some pieces of the podcast, some segments coming up and I mm-hmm. alluded to it earlier about top five and, you know, going through the years of reality TV <laughs> that I've watched, I had to kind of remind myself of some people yeah. And there was this article that I found that said um, top so-and-so, top however many number of villains that were right. Yeah, I read that all. article too. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think Shayna kind of fits in that yeah. bucket um, because she saw the differences between her and Kyle and she did it in the wrong way, but right. she tried to push, push, push. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with... Uh, the Shane and the Natalie situation, right? Mm-hmm. She saw like, mm, I don't think so. Right. And so she pushed, pushed, of course, did it in the wrong way, but she pushed, pushed, pushed. Mm-hmm. So I think she falls in that category. It's like, like she's still a villain, of course, right? I, right. I don't know. Like the way he, she kind of snub up her nose in that reunion was right. wild. It was, it was the um, behavior. Like it was very villain behavior, but yeah, I agree with you. Witch of the West. Exactly. It was <laughs> like, I'm going to take this narrative and make it my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, yeah, so that, that side of it, I completely agree. But yeah, I mean, the things that she was saying were correct. And, you know, Kyle is at fault there for, you know, seeing these red flags and being like, it's fine. Like excusing them almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but does she, does she fall under the villain that, um, is the villain because she is the villain against the couple that you like or the person that you like? For me, no. But I think it's more of like a personal thing because of like her, what what made me not like her? I mean, like when she first got on, it was like her attitude about herself. I was just like, oh boy. But like that didn't make her a villain. I was just like, she's not going to be my favorite. <laughs> um, but But what made her a villain for me was the religion discussion, the completely opposing even any sort of learning about, you know, because to me that looks like she's really fragile in her views because like you can't even have a conversation with somebody who's has a difference of opinion of you. Like you can't even have that conversation. And like, to me that would grow, that would grow her, that should grow her faith, you know, like that should, Mm. you know, make her stronger in what she believes in because it's like, no, like I can have these conversations, but she didn't even want to have them. It was just like, I'm not talking about this. I can't be with you because you're different than me. Whatever. And that's fine. Like, stick to your guns. But she didn't immediately stick to her guns. She took this man's mother's engagement ring. Like, you know that was a big deal for him. Like, she was very, like, 
And, you know, she played it as like, oh, I'm trying to go back and forth. Oh, no, she wasn't. She just wanted to be on the TV show for longer. Oh, I'm going to give her a little bit of support, mm, right? Mm. I'm going to give her a little bit okay, of a support. Right. If, if, if somebody presents me with their mother or grandmother's engagement ring, it's hard to sit there and say, I'm going to say no because it's going to hurt their feelings. You know, that's, that's such but a grand But you've never gesture. seen this person's face. It's love is blind. It's I know, but that's what like I'm, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like I like you know me. I am like one of the most sensitive people on the planet. Right, but right. I feel like I could say no because I could pass this person at Walmart and would have and no know. idea. <laughs> so I'd be like, you know what? It's fine if I hurt their feelings because they don't know what that's I look funny. like. I don't know what you look like. It's fine. It's the that's like funny. if you know them and you're gonna see them. So she made it harder for herself. If she had just been like, No, I can't just like with yeah, the with the with the Mallory and um and Jarrett situation, right? Yeah. Like that, like uh, you know, I'm not gonna talk about Mallory, but like with that, I I agree, you know, that she did the right thing. Like, was it the hard thing? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you could tell she felt very bad about it. Um, and I've also seen some people online trying to make Jarrett a villain. Um, but I think that Jarrett and Ayana's relationship is a very great example of you have differences, you have things that you go through, and you choose to stick it, stick it, stick it out together and work through it together. Because they both even said on the reunion, like, we've had some stuff, but, like, we're working on it, you know? Okay. So I, I, got, I got two things. Then. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to come back to Shane in a second, but I okay. think this Jarrett conversation is really, really important right now. I don't – in the conversation of villains – I don't think that villains in some situations, I don't think people are like villains for the whole time. They have little villain blips. It's, it's funny right? that right. It's yeah. funny that we're naming the name of this episode is, you know, entering our villain era yeah. because I think that was a villain era for uh-huh. Jared. If oh, I'm yeah. being the pods honest. were his villain era. The pods <laughs> in Mexico. In Mexico. I think Mexico. I don't think the pods, because in the pods, he was very transparent. That's true. With both Ayana and Mallory. Hey, I'm feeling this right. That's how yeah. the Mexico how the, was kinda the, it, things thing got works. a little gray area. I think At the so. bar. Ugh. Yep. I definitely think so. I think he had a couple of drinks in him and as my wife always says, drunk or what is it? Sober thoughts between become drunk, whatever. Yeah. Drunk confessions yeah, you, or something. I don't know. I don't yeah, know what it is, you, but yeah. Y'all know like, what I'm talking about. You think y'all the thing's sober and you get some courage when you're drinking and you just, you say them and you know, you know, you might say the next day, Oh, I didn't mean it. Mm, you said it though. It was in there. It was in that brain. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was definitely making his push, but um, I think that was a, like you, was you, you say a, a, a villain blip. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think that was a villain blip. But I can tell based off of the reunion mm-hmm. that him and Ayana had already had a very deep and long conversation mm-hmm. about that situation, oh, just yeah. the way that they were looking. Mm-hmm. And their body language said, mm, I know we have to rehash it. I really don't want to rehash yeah. it because we've already talked about it and gotten past it. Exactly. Like they're in, you know, speaking to their body language, I think their body language was very like, I don't know, it was very like we are strong and united together body language, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you can tell they have some long nights and some long talks 
And yes. you know, you know what those talks are like. Like you don't, they're not fun, but they're necessary, you know, mm-hmm. um, because relationships are all about communication, whether you like it or not. And I'm speaking to myself here because I, I'm very much like a, oh, I have a problem with something. I'm just going to ignore it, and we're not going to talk about it, and everything's going to be fine because I need everybody else to be happy. That's not right. cool. Don't do that. And I like, I feel like Ayana, like sometimes because of her history, I mean, she'd even mentioned this, like she's hesitant to like bring things up because she doesn't want to lose somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause like she has a history of people leaving. Right. And, and yep. you know, people not sticking it out, but like, you know, props to her for choosing to, you know, like go through the hard stuff. Um, yeah. She's so cute as a button. Uh-huh. I, know, I just love her to death. Oh my gosh. So, so the chain is, the Shayna thing is, yes. is funny, um, and I know we spend a lot of time on Love Is Blind, but but it's so, it's it's so it's, current. It's it, all it's over current. the current. It matches what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, with okay. So it's good to hear what made her a villain to you, mm-hmm. and I think I think this is this is good for the listeners as well because what makes somebody a villain? It's personal. We left that we left that open in the questioning, mm-hmm. right? That's very subjective. Um, we talked about it earlier, right? Whatever triggers you. So it mm-hmm. might be different for other people. Exactly. So the religion conversation wasn't necessarily what made her a villain for me. You know, I respect yeah. I respect that for you. For me, it was not necessarily her liking Shane and coming to the grips or the conclusion that she probably need to express that to them. Mm-hmm. It was really the conversation that we didn't hear that she had with Natalie saying... Yeah. Hey, if this doesn't work mm-hmm. out, I've got I got somebody for you. For uh-huh. you. And then coming in on the back end at mm-hmm. the park and then having that conversation yeah. with Shane. Yeah. That is wild. To yeah, me. that was that was gross. <laughs> like it was it was real tacky. Yes. And so question then. I pose this question to you. Um, do you think Shana actually had feelings for Shane or she just didn't like losing a guy to Natalie who she very obviously viewed as below her. That's a really damn good question. I actually (laughs) saw like, I mean, I've seen a lot of conversations about this all on the internet. Um, Like a lot of conversations being posed of like, you know, Shayna fits this, like, stereotypical hot girl, right? You know? And, like, nothing against, like, she's a beautiful woman and nothing against anybody right. who looks like her. Um, but, you know, she's not used to, because Natalie doesn't fit that stereotype, right? She's, like, this, like, she's not, like, the type of person that you typically see, like, posting thirst traps on Instagram. Natalie is very the opposite of that, almost. I mean, you know, you hear the financial discussion conversation she's having with Shane, and she's talking about that part of her life, and, um, you know, she has talked about in interviews how different her life was before Love is Blind. So, like, Shayna and Natalie, two completely opposite ends of the spectrum, both physically and, like, emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally and everything. And, you know, there's there's they're both amazing women and deserving of love and good things. But I, I wonder, um, you know, so I pose that question to you. Is, is that maybe, did Shayna not like losing or did she actually have feelings for Shane? I didn't think that was the, I never actually even had that perspective in my brain at all. But thinking back on the conversations, <laughs> that's what I try to do is try to think back right. on things that they said to mm-hmm. see if it could lean a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if we're being unless she saw something that we didn't see, but I don't see how she could have seen that is that conversation in the park mm-hmm. when she said to she, 
saying, you know this is fake, how would she know that if she's never seen them together mm-hmm. until that part day? That mm-hmm. That's the first time she, she saw knows them Natalie together. from living with her. Exactly. And she knows Shane from the pod. So she's, I, I honestly think she's like physically looking at them together and she's like, y'all aren't a match. Y'all don't work together. Like a guy like you and a girl like her aren't meant to be together. Because I see those conversations all over the place about love, about all these different couples. And I think that's the principle of the show is like, why does a guy like that and a girl like that, like they don't look right together? Like, I don't, you know, that whole conversation is a whole different thing. Has she seen Shane to that point? Right. Exactly. 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 And so that, those yeah, are the conversations. See, those are those one. conversations that I'm seeing is like, and it's the importance of shows like Love is Blind because, you know, like you're swiping through these apps and stuff and it's like, oh, a guy that, I mean, like I literally had these thoughts, you know, when I was on the apps, you know, I mean, Caitlin talked about this a little bit, but like my thought was like, oh, like, you know, it was like some, I don't know, like preppy guy who likes fishing and hunting and all this outdoor stuff. I'm like, no, like, but he also might really be into pop punk bands, but I never even gave him a chance because I swiped left because of like what he looked like, you know? And so, so you know, ooh, okay. <laughs> I wish y'all okay. could see Tyrone right now. He's excited. This gets me hyped because, all right, I'm going to say something probably controversial. Ooh. If you were, I, I don't think either one of them should be off the show. But if I were to choose which villain, Shane, I mean, Shayna or Shake, that leaves the most gray area, it would be Shayna. Oh, 100%. She would be the villain I would not want to put in. Exactly. Because of conversations like this where it's like, well, was it because of this or was it because of that? And we don't know. And we don't know. And we're not going to know because she's not going to talk about that. She's not going to be like, yeah, you know, like I really didn't like Natalie and Shane together because like I'm a hot blonde girl and she's a hot Asian girl and I thought he should go for the hot blonde girl. Like she's never going to say that because he's a hot blonde guy and we look better together. Like she's never going to say that. And especially because she was right at the end. And especially because she was right at the end. Exactly. That's that's what makes her. And obviously like that's not why, that's not why they didn't work out. You know, like we don't really know many details about that conversation other than he said that he hated her and she made him miserable. Um, But, yeah. you know, and that's their and I'm I'm glad that they didn't divulge all the details of that conversation because that's their personal life. And I think when you're on shows like this, like some things need to be left like off camera and, you know, not just drug through the mud. And I saw right. that a lot at the reunion, like, you know, Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey, I think they were very respectful of the boundaries of these couples. And these just and them as individuals too. Like they, of course, it was reunion. They had to talk about things. But when it became apparent, like it was like very uncomfortable. They were like, "All right, we're gonna pivot over here." You know, they weren't. Sometimes you see on these reunions, they're like, "No, you're gonna talk about it." You know, and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna pivot over here because, I mean, they are both people who have very much been in the spotlight way before their relationship began, and then even their marriage has been in the spotlight. So you know, they've been asked these difficult questions and had to have these tough conversations, especially right. when her husband's first marriage had its own TV show. You know, yeah. so um, so I'm sure that they, you know. <clears throat> they understand what that's like, but, but yeah, I think you're right. I think, you know, we, we, with love is blind, we're seeing these two examples of what a villain is, right? Shake, who is an all caps in red, bold villain. 
here's the, you know, like very clear examples. And then you have Shayna where it's like, she has the appearance of a villain, but we don't have all the reasons why, you know what mm. I mean? Like the, the reasoning is blurry and it may be different for every single person because your reasoning was different than mine. And if we brought in a third and a fourth person, they might have two other different opinions, you know? Yep. Um, but everybody hates shake for the same exactly for the same reason. reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think that that is the, you know, to, to the question that we initially posed, you know, what's the limit on showing these villains and their views? I think this is what, cause I mean, even the reunion, you know, they, Shana didn't get a lot of time <laughs> to talk about much. And I think that the, a lot of that is why is because there's so many layers to that, to the Shane and Shayna and Natalie and, you know, who knows who else she like, you know, poked out on the show, you know, or if she mm-hmm. did or if she didn't, you know, whatever. Um, and I, you know, again, this is not saying like me sitting here being like, Shane is a bad person because all these like women on this show who like, you know, like people like deep D, you know, you see her as this like very kind, compassionate person. Her and Shayna are friends. So I feel like a person who's like as kind and compassionate as her would not be friends with someone who is like just a cruel person. Um, so again, she's on our TV screen. We see what, you know, is shown to us. You know, somebody like Shake, you know, who tried to be like, oh, the edit, buddy. You said it though. <laughs> like yeah, you said it you though. Said it, though. They may yeah. sure they may have left out some of the nice things that you said, but you still said all of these things. I can yeah. see, you know, an edit argument a little bit more with Shayna because there were probably there were conversations with her and Natalie that were left out. Conversations, you know, maybe in the pods that were left out. Who knows? But um but yeah, I think this is a very strong argument for the dangers of a gray area because of the different conversations. I mean, racial conversations I'm seeing online and, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, so I think that, you know, Netflix should be careful with future seasons of the, cause I know they've already filmed the, the third season. Mm. Um, and so, you know, just being careful with what they're showing and making clear distinctions of why things are bad and why they're not, um, and yep. not leaving room for these discussions of, uh, or these, you know, accusations of racism um you know whether they're true or not if they are should you know show that because again important conversations to have but if they're not don't allow for like you know that to be a conversation indeed all right so the next part Ooh, i think this is another opportunity to kind of put a since we're moving yes. to the next part yes hey guys remember or hey <laughs> you know everybody remember <laughs> We are judging based off of what we've seen. Yes. We don't know these people. Yeah. We We do not know know these people. people. So Shayna may be a wonderful person. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, on the show, she was a damn villain. Get over it, y'all. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like we are going off of, well, 90% we are going off of what we have seen on TV and social media because, you know, right. Social media. But some of the people that we are about to discuss. Um, we may have met at, on a Zoom. We met, like, quote unquote, met, right? You know, on a Zoom or at a meet right. and greet for an event. Um, or we may have people in our lives that we know that know this person, you know, whatever. So there may be like a little bit more of like a um, different level of understanding. Um, but still, none of these people that we are about to discuss are in our personal lives. Um, so we are not here to, 
determined their character, right? To I just finished the good place last night, so to mark them for the good place or the bad place. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. This is this is personally <laughs> speaking just, of yes. Where are we starting? Are we starting with the good place or are we starting with the bad place? So I feel, ooh, I feel like we should start with the bad place, right? Really? Okay. And like ooh. we could end it on a I happy didn't know a note, two. right? I didn't know a two was so dangerous. Oh, that's just spin on it. We, yeah, we end all end happy. happy. I got it. I got it. There goes the two. Yeah, okay. there she is. She's here. <laughs> So, um, so I asked you guys to submit um, your favorite gray area villains, um, and then what villains you guys want us to talk about. So I'm gonna go through, um, and then Tyrone and I are gonna talk about our five um, most hated villains, like the just y'all ain't coming back from this villains, um, and I guess like hard to redeem themselves villains, and then our favorite villains, like that maybe you know. They're considered villains, but we still really like them, whatever. Um, and, yeah. So, we will we'll get into that here in a minute. But first, so, the, the gray area villains. So, the first one that was submitted, this one, the, here, we're just going to start on a wild note here, uh, is Polly oh, Calafiore. Oh. Fiore? Fiore? Whatever. <laughs> So, Polly, um, this person, who I will let <laughs> remain anonymous so they don't get attacked on the internet, um, said that, you know, if he would just, like, shut his mouth and be less problematic, he could have been the new Derek Kaczynski. <laughs> My opinion on that, because I very much love Derek Kaczynski, um, <laughs> is that that's not the case. Um, because, okay, so Polly shuts his mouth and is less problematic. He still has the problematic views and opinions that he has. Just because he doesn't say them out loud doesn't mean that we should, uh, you know, <laughs> celebrate him on our TV screens for the things that he says and the way that he treats people. And his attitude on the show is not very Derek Kaczynski, in my opinion. Like, uh, just I personally wouldn't compare them, but Tyrone... Um, I'll let you, I'll let you take this one. <laughs> this is funny because, uh, whoever this person is, it might be, and even some of the listeners might be thinking, well, Derek was cast as a badass, uh, one time. One time. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, uh, no. Um, and the main thing that stands out to me is Polly's behavior on Big Brother. Yes. Um, I've never seen I've never seen Derek Kay do that at all. Absolutely uh, not. What he and did I, on... I don't think he would. I don't think as a human being, like, because I think both of us, like, we've gotten to know him, and I yeah. don't think he has a bone in his body that could act that way. Yeah, there, there's no way, no way. There's no way. But the way, way he <laughs> acted to Zakia and uh, mm -hmm. Davon in in, in uh, Big Brother disgusting. Seventeen, I think yep. it was, um, is yeah, very very disgusting behavior. So and we've seen him repeat that behavior since. He has, and I so I don't think, in my opinion, Polly is a gray area villain for two reasons. One, he's a bold all red villain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One, that is a behavior that's that's pretty much stands out, right? And it was it was consistent. Number two, he hasn't necessarily 
I don't think he's necessarily redeemed himself mm-hmm. of that behavior. He has been possibly or seemingly faithful. Mm-hmm. But in some instances, it also looks like I don't I don't want to say this because I'm not trying to speak on anybody's relationship. And honestly, if they do like these types of things, I don't care. That's good for right, them. Like, yeah, but good, it good does you. seem like, you know, Cara could lean into the uh, polyamorous right, type exactly. of approach in mm-hmm. relationship. So there's also that gray area of are they is he faithful or is he or, able to have his cake and exactly, eat it too? Exactly. You know? Which, if that um, works for them, like more power right, to them. Right, which is fine. Could, yeah. could never be me, but more power to them. Um, which, speaking yeah. of Kara, she's also on this list of gray <laughs> area submissions. And I, like, I have a hard time with Kara because she was my favorite for a long time. Like, back in the day, like, you know, mm-hmm. feather in her hair, Kara, right? Um, because I saw like things about myself in her, like things that I didn't like about myself that she didn't like about herself and like seeing her go on this journey of like developing confidence and like becoming this like just absolute badass on the show. Because if you look at Cara now and if you look at her when she started the show, like the growth, (laughs) you know, like it's, it's totally opposite, but we've also seen her self-destruct. And I think a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of that if not all of it has to do with she's been on TV for so long and her like so much of her life has been picked apart on our TV screens by these people who feel like they have permission to every aspect of someone's life because she's on our TV screen and we watched her grow up. We've watched her develop into this person. And so I think she's a very heavy gray area um, because there are villain things that she does, but I don't know if that's like really who she is or if it's just like this character she's playing. Like, I feel like Wes kind of falls into the same bucket too, you know, like of this, like, is it a character or is it like, I don't, you know, I just, I have so much trouble with like shows like this, right? With reality TV. Cause it's like, we don't know these people. All we know is like what we're shown. Right. Yeah. Um, I can't think of a single thing that I would apply as a villainous act for Carr. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think yeah. she's gray area. I don't think she is, is villain. She a, is she a villain? Do people can categorize her as a villain because she's attached to Polly? I think that's what it is. Yeah, I, I think, think so, that. I think so too. Huh. Right. I think yeah. that she forgave him. I think that she had, that's one of her villain, quote unquote villainous acts. Yeah. I think she had a very powerful and huge alliance in War mm-hmm. of the Worlds 2, I believe it was. Yeah, they all and that ran was together. her, yeah, they all did. Cars and that was her quote unquote yeah. villainous act. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that any, if we're talking about, what Shake did or what mm-hmm. Shayna did right. and then or putting, what some other yeah, people uh-huh, did uh-huh. and trying to put her in like a little Yeah, there's no gray area. She's not a villain. Yeah. I don't think there's a gray area. Yeah. I just think she did things on the show that people against other people that people don't like. Right. Or yeah, she true. attached herself to somebody that She people, attached to herself to a villain. So she's getting like. like the villainous so shrapnel, right? <laughs> um, yes. So yeah, I agree with you. Huh. Um, okay. So I want to pose that question to yeah. people. Maybe I missed something. Yeah. Please 
hit 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 me up, hit us up. If, yeah, for sure. If we missed a villainous act that Kara did, yeah, I would love that to hear it. That was specifically Kara. It was not Polly and because she's his girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. No. Specifically right. something Kara, Kara Maria did. Okay. Yeah. Um, next, this person I... Mm, I don't believe mm-hmm. is a gray area. I'm going to let you start off with this person. It is Amanda Garcia. <laughs> I love that we went directly from Kara to Amanda. Like, it, you know, it's fitting. Here's the thing. Okay. Uh, okay. So. Mm. I know. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Like, okay, so this most recent season of The Challenge, right, I started, I, w- I was like, you know what, Amanda hadn't been on here in a long time, she is a mother, you know, I'm gonna just clean slate, give her a chance. She's kind of a mean girl. And I think she wants to be a villain. So I don't know if she's a gray area, I think she's just a villain and she loves it. I don't think she's a bad part, like a, you know, like, I just think she's a mean girl. Like the thing, like she hoped, like the things that she said about Kara's horse and like the things that she, you know, like all the stuff yeah. with Kaylee, you know, the stuff with Kaylee and like the lavender ladies, like that all, like the lavender lady stuff, it started out as like just mean girls, like, you know, like, you know, just being like just saying things and whatever, like not cruelty, but then with the throwing of the suitcase and the, you know, all that stuff, like it kind of bridged into cruelty. So it, I think, I think this is a good example of a gray area villain, right? Like, cause I, as I'm talking about this, I'm going back and forth. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, I and think I, I'm with- maybe it's the two in me is that like, I'm trying to like it give her little you. redeemable factors. Cause I like, don't want to be like, she's a villain because I'm like, no, but but I really think she's just Okay, mean. I'm going to help you out, too. Help I'm going to help you out, too. Help I'm going to help you. Uh, I think your first thought is appropriate. I do believe that she is a villain. But to help you out, you don't have to give her, like, you don't have to kind of help her out a little bit here because I think you're right. I think she wants yeah. to be the villain. She leans into it. So help her the, stay like, the villain by the calling Satan her a villain. Amanda thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I think she leans yeah. into it. Um, I think she's okay with the way she responds to things. Um, she she does it on social media. She mm-hmm. does it on the show. She she responds to things a certain way, and she appreciates that. Now the crazy thing about it is, I can. I know that there is somebody listening that says she's not the villain. She is just a strong, you know, willed woman. Mm -hmm. And I want to be clear in that just because you're a strong willed woman doesn't mean you you can't be a villain. Right. Right. So I want to agree with you. If Mm -hmm. you are thinking that, that she is definitely a strong willed woman. Absolutely. You can be a strong willed woman and not be a villain. It's, and and she has chosen to be a villain, not because again, not because she is a strong willed woman, but because of like, you know, telling someone she hopes their horse dies and then their horse dies and, they laugh and you know things like yeah, that that's like brutal like right <laughs> and I think that's where I have a hard time because like it's hard for my brain to understand that there are just some people out there that are just mean 
And it's not a character mm. they play on TV, that they're just kind of mean people and that they're and they're okay with that. And that's their life. That's their thing. That's fine. Like, not everybody is going to just be a character on TV and, like, be all... Sp- like, one of my favorite musicians, I met him um, a few years ago. Uh, it was Aaron Gillespie from Under Oath and The Almost. And, like, I loved him. I loved him. And I had heard different things about how he could, like, kind of be a dick. And I was like, oh, whatever. He broke my little heart. He was so mean to me. And he was just like, and it was when he was on tour with Paramore as their drummer, like before Zach Farrow came back. And I was just like, oh, like you think you're something now because, you know, whatever, you know, you play with Paramore. And like, it it was just so hateful. And so that was like really a big moment in my life for me is like, not everybody's a nice person. Like some people are just mean people. And that's okay. That's not my, that's not my, you know, cross to carry, right? Like some people are just not yeah. nice people and I'm sure there's reasons for it. Um, you know, all we know about Amanda she is that she's been through a lot and, you know, maybe that's hardened her to people and she's like, you know what, I'm going to be very selective with the people that I let into my life and everybody else. I'm just going to keep it a distance and that's fine. Yeah. She's allowed to do that. Now, is Amanda a villain that I can appreciate on the show? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Um, another gray area, this person, I don't think, I don't know. I'm trying. So he was on my list, but okay. I'll save him for my list. Cause I have very strong <laughs> opinions about this person. So I'll save him for my list. Um, okay. So more. So, uh, sweet little Caitlin just gave us a list. Um, let's see. He is on my list. I'm going to hold on that. She's on my list. Okay. I'm taking off the people that are on my list. Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't want to dive into them yet. Um, do you watch Vanderpump rules? No, I don't either. Let's talk about it. So she said James on Vanderpump and Stassi. I know who Stassi is because I think she, or like vaguely, cause like, wasn't she friends with Kayla Casillas or something? Casillas Casillas? Um, just say Kayla is fine. Kayla. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of those was right. <laughs> um, so but she, I think she was friends with Kayla and they had some beef or something. I've never watched an episode of Vanderpump. All I know is that, um, Faith from the challenge was on there. Um, yeah. so apparently there may be I mean, gray yeah, area. I villains. Do a quick Google okay. search, but I, yeah. I don't So for just, I, you know, I just, we're just reading the submission. Everyone at right. home, you guys can uh, have, you know, have your opinions. Let us know. Um, and then another one I did want to bring up, and I do agree that this is very much a gray area person, is Ashley Mitchell. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. What makes her gray area? I feel like she personally goes back and forth, like wanting to like be like this, like, you know, really loved person by everybody at home and on the show. But then things happen and she's like, devil horns are out. Like, here we go. I feel like it's maybe based on who she's around. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. you know, who else is on the show? So she's like, okay, like this is my group of friends. And like, this is like, they are the villains or they are the good guys. So like, I have to, you know, that's the character I'm going to be based off of that. Because I had very strong opinions against Ashley Mitchell for a long time and then she came on um, one of the Hedrick Files trivia zooms and she was 
and like didn't have she stayed on for like what the whole thing and yeah. she was so sweet and funny and like was just like this polar opposite of the person we had just seen on whatever season of the challenge had just ended and I was just like that was like it was a big moment for me of just like you don't know anything about these people outside of the show because they are playing a character they're showing you what they want you to see right right um and so like completely like and still she does like villainous things on the show like whatever but I think she's very much gray area because I wouldn't consider her a full-on villain I would say she's done villainous things um but I I don't know I just don't feel like I don't feel like she's a villain I feel like she's just kind of she's just being Ashley and like sometimes she does villain things and sometimes she does things that um you know would be considered considered like hero things like when she stole all the money from Hunter so she's not a hero <laughs> for that. So I think Ashley might be it de- because she's been on TV for so long. It right. might be a situation where you're trying to decide which Ashley you're talking yeah. about. Like, is it now or is it like you know real world? Like, yeah. if it's real world, real world Ashley, villain, villain. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so is she sure. one of the ones that's turned the corner then? That she's like experienced this personal growth and she's like had this. You know, like self-reflective moment of just like, okay, like she's maybe she's seen herself on TV so much and seen how people have like, you know, perceived her. And it's like, okay, I need to like more clearly define the lines of like villainous acts on TV and separate that from like her character, you know? I I would definitely call her a person that grew. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I can. So I'll say this. I feel like I can pinpoint when that growth happened, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm not completely sure. So I do want the audience to kind of let us know what their thoughts are Mm -hmm, on when Ashley made. When did Ashley turn the corner? Yeah. When did that happen? Right. I think it was Invasion of the Champions after she won. Mm -hmm. And I give her kudos for that because a lot of people get the money and And then they become the villain. villain, (laughs) Right. right? As opposed to going (laughs) Johnny Bananas. (laughs) We'll talk (laughs) about him. Don't worry. (laughs) He's probably on both of our lists. (laughs) Yep. He sure is. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I think she got the money and became less of a villain. I think think that was her corner turn. I think so too. Um, okay, so those were all of like the gray area people. Now the the rest of these before we get to our list, these are people that um, were submitted that people want us to talk about. So there's one group that I'm gonna save. Actually, let's just let's dive in on them first. Ooh. The Kardashians. Oh. I know. I saw this and I was like, they don't care. Yes, they do. They are reality TV. Like, you know, um, one thing I will say, I do know this video that Kim Kardashian released recently about you oh, just yeah. have to work hard. We're, I'm not even going to talk about it because I'm going to get really angry and I don't want to get angry on here. I Like, it gets <laughs> me real fired up and it was very, I think her intentions think were angry. pure. I think her, inti- like, in her mind, she was just like, this is a great idea. <laughs> she had good intentions. The delivery and the execution was so shitty (laughs) like it was so offensive and mm -mm, just not even gonna get into it but speaking on kim kardashian i think some important conversations about um relationship abuse like post relationship abuse have Mm -hmm. happened because of how public everything with her and kanye have been Mm -hmm. 
Um, and you know, she could have chosen to, well, like she initially chose to keep things very private and it was Kanye that, you know, put everything out in the public and she could have chosen to continue to like be silent publicly. But I think she realized the importance of, you know, like speaking out and like in her finding her own strength to do that. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. you know, being a mother of daughters and, you know, them seeing like mom's not going to just, you know, like stay quiet and like let dad say these things about her about us whatever um so i think i think that that side of the conversation has been good we've seen all of the kardashian women have those you know have those moments in their relationships you know that have all been very public of like you know seeing what they went through seeing how they came through it and um you know um of an ex of one of them is actually on my villain list so so correct me if I'm wrong, then, because I, I know the Kardashians, I don't know everything about them, so uh-huh. my knowledge around this subject could be a little bit waning, <laughs> but from what I understand, all of the high-profile relationships that they've had, that they've gone awry, mm-hmm. the man is always trying to get back with them. Correct. Almost always, yeah. Almost always, right? Yeah. So on one hand, you know, you can't necessarily come to a full conclusion Correct. about that because, of course, on one hand, it could be the the money right. or, or that the they notoriety have or the notoriety or, yeah. that mm-hmm. they have, whatever. But I don't expect every single man to mm-hmm. come back for the money or the notoriety. Exactly. There, I would there imagine are, that there's, there's more there. something that they do good. Yes, right. there's something that they do good. Um, even to Kanye getting a damn doppelganger. Uh, right, Kim. That's right. It's, like that's honestly, I'm a little afraid of Kanye West. I'm a lot afraid of Kanye West. Like, <laughs> like, so I don't, I don't put them in the villain category. I think. I don't either. You I know, think, I think I can yeah. see. I can. There are things that they do and they have done um, that are dangerous. Right, like the. Um, you know, there's been conversations about the heavy editing of, you know, their, their photos and, mm-hmm. and their videos. They even, you know, retouch their bodies in their videos. That's, that's a whole, that's a whole episode. I think it's a different conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I see, like, I see people talking about that. I see like these things that people talk about, um, you know, everything that happened at Astro World. you know, they painted, you know, Travis and Kylie and Kendall as the villains. Cause like they were posting videos from the VIP section and there was an ambulance in it and all this stuff. Like there are so many different conversations we can go into about this, but I think that those are all very situational, very, we do not know the whole story and we never will of any of their past relationships of, you know, anything. We don't know enough to be able to really form an opinion on that, on that. Um, but as a whole, yeah. I agree with you. I don't think that they are villains. Um, I think that they are people who have grown up in the spotlight and they're very affected by that. I wouldn't say jaded, but I would say affected by that. And maybe what they do kind of is a reflection of that. But I would I would also argue that, you know, where a lot of them are now is probably one of the healthiest places that they've been in a long time, just, you know, mm-hmm. seeing the things that that they, you know, openly speak about and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I would, I would agree with you. They're not villains that, you know, there are things that are a little like, eh, but like not necessarily villainous, you know, that just, yeah, that's maybe imperfection. Mis- that's misguided and imperfection. Misguided. Yeah. 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 Um, so next is, um, there are several submissions from survivor. 
This person is a big Survivor okay. fan. So, um, first is Will from Worlds Apart. <laughs> <laughs> villain. Next person. 100%. Yeah. Just not even going <laughs> to villain. See ya. Not, yeah, uh, I'm not even, not even going to like give him a second of attention. Nope. Doesn't no deserve benefit it. of doubt. Nothing. Yep, he's, a, nothing. he's a damn villain. Vi- villain. If you watch Worlds <laughs> Apart and you disagree, don't even tell me. Just keep that to yourself. Right. Um, <laughs> coach. <sighs> no. Nope. I think I initially thought he was. And now I'm like, you know what? I get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you, he's funny. just like, you're just, you know what? you're just doing your thing, man. You know? I'm curious. Honestly, that's something that I would like to do as well is a person who I thought was a villain mm-hmm. at first when I had younger eyes. Mm-hmm. And now you go back and rewatch right? and it's like, why did I think that? And then I go back and rewatch, mm-hmm. you know, with a mature, more mature thought process. Mm-hmm. Do more I still see them as the same? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, coach, I can't put them in the villain. No, not anymore. Not right, anymore. not anymore. Especially after... um. What season did he get the final three? Uh, his second season. Yep. I don't remember which season it was. Uh, yeah. I can't think. I can't remember the name of the season. But, but yeah. I mean, we're on season 42. 41? Yeah. 41. Yeah, 41. 42. 42, 42 now. It's 42 now? Yeah, first they episode. Were, oh, yeah, that's right. They were renewed for 43. That's what's... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there's there's been a lot of seasons, and I think both of us have seen all of them. So, you know, <laughs> it's a lot to yeah. keep up with. Um. Yeah, after yeah after token cheese, I probably would have confi- considered him a yeah. villain, but um, but then yeah. his second season, I was like, nah, yeah. he's not a villain. Yeah. <laughs> um, Randy. Oh, and leans into like, it. Proud like, to be a villain. Proud like, to be. Yes. I can't stand him, but he's no, proud he's of a, it. Even in interviews and stuff, he's a total jackass. Yeah. Like he. Mm-mm, mm-mm. He's not a fun villain to me. No, like, he's just like me. he's just a dick. Like yeah, people loved him though. I know. I don't oh understand my gosh, it. I don't him. understand it. Cause C- they villains too. I'm sorry. Can't, that's judgment. Can't sorry. Be me. Can't sorry. Be me. I shouldn't have said that. Can't be us. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be right. Couldn't be us. Um <laughs> Dreams. No. Tyrone, okay, the let me, truck. Let me step back. The truck. I gotta, I gotta step back from myself. I gotta step back from myself. I know. I gotta step back from myself. As the at based off of what we saw on TV, <laughs> Taro needs a minute. <laughs> I do need a minute. Who asked this, you jerk? Oh, this is a great question. I knew that's why. That's why I like paused for so long, and I was like, dreams, like just like spit it out because I was like, Tyron's gonna have a hard time with this one. Oh my gosh, dreams is. Ah, uh, you know what makes it difficult is his story. Yeah. Yep. 100%. 100%. If you look at I'm like have to... if you look Go at ahead. like the actions that like make him villainous, I did a lot of research on him before cuz I was just like cuz I was I was having a hard time just like you. Um and people think he's a villain because of, you know, going back on his word about the truck. But people backstab and survive. I know all the exactly. Time, and so that I, make I can't. I can't consider him a villain. I can't do it. I can't do it. You know what it is. You know what? Nah. 
F that. Nah, <laughs> F that. He ain't no villain. This is what it is. And this is another kind of layer to it, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes what makes you, we kind of said it earlier, mm-hmm. but there's two layers to it. There's two sides to it. Sometimes you can do a villainous thing, but you can yeah. become the hero right. because of who you do it to. Mm-hmm. And then vice versa. If you do the same so, thing to somebody everybody loves, you're the bad guy. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? So let's let's like call taking it what the money is, on the challenge. Right? <laughs> when Amanda <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect that's a better yeah. one than I was gonna go with, hey, actually. You're welcome. So yeah, Ashley took the money from Hunter. She's a hero to most people, yeah, especially because of how when they did he the treated her. Yeah. Of how he treated her. Mm-hmm. Bananas took the money from Sarah. He's still a hero. No, he's still a, a villain. Still a hero. Because of what <laughs> You know, people, <laughs> you know, you know, appreciate about Sarah. She's right. always been the good person on the right. on every. Yeah, she's always been the, the good guy. That's a whole. Always other, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think this is the. I think that's what's kind of making people think differently yeah. about this situation, especially with Yao Man. Yeah. Everybody loves Yao how Man. How can you not? What right? is not to love about right. Yao He's Man? He's just precious. Yeah. So because he did it to Yao Man, I think that's what's making it worse than what it is. Um, would I have done it? No, but I don't think that makes him a villain. I just makes, I just think it's a normal, it's the height of backstabbing, Mm -hmm. but I think it's a normal backstabbing move. Matter of fact, what's different than backstabbing somebody from a car and backstabbing them out of a million dollars? Right. Exactly. I would say the million dollars is worse, but whatever. Exactly. (laughs) Um, which I'm sure we'll get into that with our list. I agree with you. He's not a villain, especially knowing his story too. And like, I don't know. He's just, he's not a villain. Um, team dreams. Um, (laughs) another person (laughs) that I would like to discuss before. No, you know what? Let's get into our lists because I feel like we're getting into, I've got like a bunch of people written down that like didn't make my list, um, that I want to make sure that we discuss. Um, so, (laughs) so let's start with our most hated Tyrone. Go ahead. Uh, top five most hated. And just to go back to like the question that you asked mm-hmm. me earlier, which was a great question. The very first question is, you know, what constitutes too much as a villain? Mm-hmm. And for me, it is right when there's like gray areas to the way you act or the way mm-hmm. you respond to things. So that's part of my list. But also what's part of my list is I, what is also almost the... It's almost what I appreciate about a villain. Okay. If you're a villain, I appreciate your strong attitude. Yeah. I think that's a solid character within a villain, usually. Um, typically strong-willed, um, knows what they want, and goes to get it by any means necessary. Those mm-hmm. are all good characters of a villain. So when you when you kind of rem- uh, separate yeah. from that villain, I don't want my villain to have feelings. Yeah. Let me say that. So... My top five list, uh, number one is Russell Hance. Yep. And a lot of people would say because of his response, uh, his actions on the show, or the, some of the things that he says in social media, mm-hmm. you know, uh, especially recently, mm, those weren't the things that made me a villain, uh, turn him into uh, a hated villain for me. It was after his first season, during the reunion, mm-hmm. and he lost. Mm-hmm. He was soaking, like 
didn't want to answer questions. No, he was such a sore loser. He had such I mean, a, a bad sore attitude. Sore loser, a terrible yeah. attitude. Mm-hmm. And for me, if you're gonna be a villain, mm-hmm. you can't have own it. you can't own it. be a sore loser. You gotta own that shit. Mm-hmm. You gotta be, own it. You gotta be 100%. Richard Hatch and you have to own it. Own it. Yes, exactly. Richard so, Hatch has been like, that's my narrative. Here we go. Here we go. Exactly. <laughs> so for me, I was like, oh, you a fake villain. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, it's, Be a villain. Be a I villain. Know. Like, just own it. It's fine. Just go for you it. You got to have the yeah. hero. You got to have the villain. Just own it. But no, just he's and Brandon's the freaking same way. So, yeah. and that's, that goes into like the fact that like his nephew came on. It was like exactly like him. I was like, oh, so this is like, a, they're all like this. These, these are and, just like, his, uh, these are just bad people. And his brother or yeah. big brother. Yeah, like, just, oh, y'all are all just, just bad people. Cool. People. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't right. need you on my TV screen. Yeah. Um, next is Camilla. That, yeah. I mean, do, She's do online I need too. to say why? No. <laughs> nope. Um, Let's just not even give her the attention, right? Yeah. Um, basically almost, obviously not everybody, but almost the whole cast of Big Brother 15, um, mm-hmm. are mine, mine, uh, 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 the cast of Big Brother 21 was on my, was on okay. my, <laughs> was on mine, so, um, I love that we put entire cast. On entire here. cast, right? Uh, we're cheating the system a little bit, yeah. but if I had to, if y'all wanted to ask me to choose mm-hmm. one, of course I would choose Aaron. Um, she yeah. was the most blatantly racist person I've ever seen Awful. in my life. Um, and I know that goes against my rule because if you're blatantly racist then you know, that means it's, there's no gray area, blah, 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 blah. But I think what turned it on unapologetically racist too. Yeah. But what turned it on for me was after the fact where she had somehow turned the corner and she Mm -hmm. had her YouTube channel, you got all of these people defending her and she's grown and she's done this. Right. And then as soon as something comes out, she pops up with another negative thing. And that's what I hate to see mm-hmm. on my TV screen or on social media is the person that was a certain way, yep. seemingly shows growth. Mm-hmm. So you got people defending her when she mm-hmm. doesn't, when when her true feelings come out. And I can't stand that woman. Yep. Um, Me neither. Uh, Farah Abraham. Hey, she's on mine too. <laughs> what she did no, on the, on what's the, what's the thing X that they're the doing beach? right now? No, no, no. The thing that they're doing right now, it's like the teen mom family reunion or whatever. Have you oh, seen yeah. that? Like, mm-hmm. did you see what she said to Corey and Cheyenne and all that stuff? No. What's she She saying? called them ghetto. So that was cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. So again, Can't like, they, so because what they tried to do, like, um, I forget who it was, but some of the girls on the show that were like putting this together invited Farrah because they were like, you know what, we're giving everybody a chance. We're going to mm-hmm. give her a chance to come on here. You know, she says that she's grown and she's changed. And she was just like, y'all are being ghetto or something like that. And then the like the lady who's like kind of like the moderator or whatever um, is, a, is a black woman. And she had a conversation with her of just like, do you understand? And she was like, no, I call all people that. Like it doesn't have anything to do with them being black. And she's like, but I need you to understand why that's hurtful. And like, literally like, that's why she's on my like most hated because she is so far removed from the concept of reality is she's just like, "Mm, I just do that. It's fine. No, ma'am. It's not. And she doesn't care that it's not fine. She doesn't care to grow. She doesn't care to learn. She's just going to be Farah and do her thing. And I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't stand her. Yeah. She's annoying. Yep. And uh, I guess I saved the best for last. CT. Oh. 
You're going to get so much hate for that. <laughs> I know. Please tell me. Please tell me. Tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Um. <laughs> so y- y- I told you in the beginning, right? I... I am not going on. I'm basically, for the most part, going on reality TV, mm-hmm. social media, what I've seen of them. But I will go on personal experiences as well mm-hmm. if I have witnessed it myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so CT. I'm not going to go into details about that, but CT is. What annoys me, and I'll admit that a part of this has to do with that personal experience, but mm-hmm. another part of it, it has to do with why people gave CT a second chance. Mm-hmm. What annoys me about why people gave CT a second chance is because the guy looks good. Yep. And that bothers me. Yep. If there was if a person looked, that wasn't if he looked society mm-hmm. society societally mm-hmm. good looking mm-hmm. to the majority of the world that many chances? would mm-hmm. they have gotten the second chance that ct got right. no if he wasn't this big monstrous dude that could put bananas on a backpack because that was the that was the right, jumping point thing. for him getting right. a second chance mm-hmm. would he have gotten a second chance right if he was there are some skinny, things that brawny, ct there are some things that ct has done that if he looked a certain way he'd be in jail for right still you know so there have been a lot of excuses that have been made for a lot of behavior that he's done on and off the show um, that I, I agree. I don't think it's okay. I get, I get like, you know, what he has been for the show, but like, yes. stop bringing him back. And, and, and there's two things that I get, all right? And I know it's not always how good looking he was. Right, right. Um, you know, I get his background story. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you it's not that. my place to share. If you know it, you know it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I get his background story that plays a part into right, it. for sure. And I also get the relationship that he had with Diem that plays a part into it as well. I get both of those things. I do. Um, but I also want to give more um, credit to Diem. For those things, because she went through the ringer with him. That's what I was going to say. There were a lot of unhealthy things in their relationship that were put on TV. And they're still like anybody can go and watch still now today um, mm-hmm. that I don't think maybe would have been televised if they happened now. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, yep. So, you know, I, but I completely agree with you. I um, like when me and Austin were doing our like, you know, reckless reality podcast, we would talk about CT like that all the time. I'm just like. I get why he's on the show, but like, stop bringing it. There's so many other yeah. people that you could bring back that would be happy to come back. I mean, look at all these people that are on All Stars. Mm-hmm. Stop bringing CT to the main show. Bring one of them. Yeah, you got a whole I'm, list I'm to work I'm, from. I'm done with him. Yep. I don't want to see him on my TV screen no, ever again. I'm done. I'm done. Um, okay, so my list. <laughs> um, first on the list is Christine from Selling Sunset. I don't know if you've watched Selling Sunset. Mm-hmm. Um. She is just a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she's one of these people, like, I mean, these women, and I'm not saying like, these are all like the just catalyst for societal perfection because they're not, this the whole show's a mess, <laughs> right? But like, she is yeah. unapologetically just cruel. Like the things that she says about people, 
that like what she's done to people and she's she's just like Farah and that she's just like it's just how I am. Mm. Like, just thinks it's fine. And so I don't like, I don't want to see that on my TV. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want her to be content, like them to continue to give her a platform. And I think towards the end of like whatever number, I think it, the most recent season was the second or third season. But like the more, the worse she got, like the less screen time she was getting. So I think the producers did a good job of that, of not being like, oh, let's give her like all this attention because she's the villain. Like, because the more cruel she became, the more they were like, we should support the cast, the whole cast, you know, instead of just allowing this, like, truly cruel person to say these awful things on and off the show. Like, the things that she's, like, said to tabloids about some of these people and, like, mm-hmm. giving them people's addresses and, like, just really, like, just awful, awful stuff. Um, so she's on there. Um, let's see. You said Camilla... Um, and you said, um, Farah, and then I have, um, actually had six. I couldn't decide on five. Um, <laughs> actually, no, I don't wait. Yes. Um, Johnny Fairplay. Uh, I can't stand him. I just can't. I, well, okay. He's probably on your favorite. So we'll get into him in a minute. He's not. Oh, okay. he's not. He just, he just grinds my, teamer. he just grinds my gears. It's the unapologetic thing. That yeah. I think is what bothers me. Yeah, I, and he, he honestly, said his grandma was dead. Like you don't do that. I mean, Tyrone. I wouldn't do it, but it was great TV. It was great TV, <laughs> but we were talking about villains, and he's a villain, and you don't play with your grandma's life, even though she was okay with it. You don't do that. I took him off the love. I, I didn't. I didn't necessarily have him on the love list, but. He was teetering on you the love list because, <laughs> I, right? I had him in the thought process, <laughs> and it was because of, you know, he really, right? When you think about top moments of reality yeah. TV, yeah. that is, yeah, top ten mm-hmm. all the time. No, yeah. of all the reality TV shows in the world, so that's why I appreciated it. But yeah, I mean, his uh, his uh, listening to his podcast is God. a train wreck. Um, because he hasn't changed there's no growth there's no care for growth can't deal with it I met him in person uh, just recently as well and it was a bit of a train wreck he's actually pretty annoying in person and it's not annoying from a villainous standpoint he's just just like (laughs) yeah he wants to talk about the show all the time and that's like (laughs) all right can you talk about some other stuff right (laughs) um okay so two more Spencer Pratt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like he destroyed people's lives Tyrone <laughs> yeah and he was just yeah. like sitting back like rubbing his hands together like this is so cool it's like no Heidi and Lauren like maybe they eventually would have stopped being friends but like he destroyed a very oh, yeah. long friendship, friendship. and enjoyed mm-hmm. it and like if him and Heidi ever split up I don't know if she'll be a person anymore. Like she's like a shell of a person. Like she, like she is his creation. You know what I mean? So that's what I was going to ask. So is that, is that the, he broke them up, but he was right. Or she's not the same. And she's staying. Do we think she's staying in a relationship that she shouldn't be in? I think there's arguments for both. Hmm. So Heidi has made her choice. 
right? Like she is, she is not trapped in that. Like, I mean, even before they had children, because I understand people's argument for like, once you have children, you know, like it, it's a lot more difficult to, to get out of a relationship. But, um, even before then she made the choice to stay and, you know, I, I get that. Um, but she, there are things that she did, like, you know, that we saw on our TV screens that were not Spencer's influence, where she pushed people out of her life. She said mm-hmm. things to people. She was doing, like, sketchy things, like, before Spencer even came along. I think he just was, like, the gasoline, you know? Like, he was just adding fuel to the fire. Gotcha. Um, so, I do, like, he was on that list of, you know, he ended up being right. And right. I think, I, I mean, I don't think the things that he said were incorrect. It was his matter of doing it it was like the cruel like just the i'm gonna sit back and watch the world burn and not even care because like heidi was very upset about losing lauren and he was just like whatever like he just he wasn't even very like supportive of her feelings of like grieving this lost friendship so that's where like his kind of attitude towards that i don't keep up with him anymore but um like his attitude towards that i haven't even watched the hills like reboot thing i think i watched like one episode and i was like I I hate it here. Um, So (laughs) I just couldn't do it. Um, So the last one on my list, um, and really just going to be a little blip in the universe before we move on to our next list, is Bear. (laughs) Okay. There's nothing to say. It's the same thing. He won't hear this because he's in jail, so it's fine. Right. Um, So if you don't know why Stephen Bear is a bad person, just scroll through his Twitter for about 38 seconds and then you'll know. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Google him. Scroll through his Twitter. Actually, maybe he's out of jail because he was saying on Twitter the other day that he was going to buy the the Chelsea uh, football football team, so football club. So Good he was he was in talks. I think I honestly think he is just unhinged. Like I think he's mentally not okay, and like something has like come unattached in his brain. And yeah, like there's some serious something going on there. It's not just like he's a villain. Yeah. He's just unhinged. <laughs> And I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna maybe make some people who are listening that might be just like me feel a little bit better. When we first saw Bear, we knew he was a villain, mm-hmm. but it was like, okay, this is fun. It was entertaining, right? Right. It was like, <laughs> it was like, oh, he's gonna like, you know, start some shit and like yeah. stir the pot. And now it's like you're. Then it's like, oh my you're gosh, a demon. You're, you're a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like the longer he was on our TV, we were like. Get him off, get him off, get him off. <laughs> like, yeah, don't bring him back yeah. on this show. All right. Favorites. Let's go. I feel like uh, this person is on everybody's list. That's why I put her at the top, because I don't think we need to necessarily spend too much time on her. But uh, Tiffany New York Pollard. Yes, my girl. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she was yeah. not on Celebrity Big Brother is a absolute damn shame. And I am, yeah. like, the fact that... We keep begging for her. Like, I've seen more tweets begging CBS to have her back on the show. And they're just like, hmm. I'm like, why? How you let the why? UK version get her before the U- any US version? Man, it's just wild I'm, to me. Man, yeah. I'm so glad that we did because she thought David was dead. And we got, yeah. like, <laughs> one of the greatest reality TV moments. That's the thing that I love about her. So, yeah, she's a villain. Like, and she yeah. leans into being Barnett. a villain, right? Yeah. But, like... Some of the moments that we have gotten from her are like, I mean, like the gifts we have gotten from her. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just too many to name, right? Just... Like, she is, she, 
I don't think reality TV would like would be what it is without her. Like there are so many people yeah. that, you know, like she paved a way for, you know what I mean? Yep. And I still think to this day, her on reality TV would still be gold. Yeah. And the, <laughs> I'm a, I'm going to talk about her and give myself justification for the next person I'm going to talk about oh, at the no. same time. But um, she is the epitome of capitalizing on a situation. Yes. Oh, she went yeah. from being a contestant on a show uh-huh. to having multiple seasons of her own show. Right. Like, come people on, People don't even man. remember that she, like, I mean, people that, like, follow her know she was on Flavor of Love. But people just know who New York is. Right. They're not worried about Flavor Flav, you know? Like, yeah, I feel like she's that's... probably more famous than him now. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's just amazing to me. Like, to be able to capitalize on your situation to such a massive, in a massive way, that's, you got to appreciate that. Yeah. That's just amazing. Yep. I completely agree. Man. So, the, okay. one of the most quotable villains of all time. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, number two on my list. People are going to kill me because on one list, I had CT as my most hated. On this list, I have Bananas. bananas He's my number one. My most loved. He's my most loved, too. So if you're listening to this and you disagree, you are entitled to your wrong opinion. Uh, No, (laughs) just kidding. No. I, 100% he's a villain. He knows he's a villain. He has said he's a villain. But, but, I have seen, and, like, I'm not talking about any of his relationship history, stuff like that, because I'm not even getting into that, because everybody had, like, there are three sides to every story. (laughs) One side, the other side, the truth. And, (laughs) like, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Um, But he, like, I've never personally met him, but everything that I've heard about him from, like, going to different events and stuff like that, No one has said that he has like he, like he, that he he spends time with people. He like yep. has full conversations with people. He undoubtedly is the single most famous person from the challenge. What are the most famous people in reality TV, especially right now? If we look at everything else he's doing, but the fact that he still takes time, like I mean, he was just at like an event recently in New York, mm-hmm. and one he didn't have to go to that. And two, like the fact that he stopped by, that he did that, he went through and spoke with people and like, just, he seems like he is very appreciative of the career that he has and he knows where it came from. Yeah. I would say, uh, I did meet him personally at Cyrus, um, birthday party and he was, he was a delight, um, had multiple and deep conversations with him. It was, it was just an awesome interaction. Yeah. Um, I do want to speak on the elephant in the room real quickly. Yes. One of the things, well, there's a couple of elephant in the rooms. One Mm -hmm. of the things you already talked about, like the relationships. Um, I don't think cheating makes you a villain. No. Um, I think maybe somebody that like, I wouldn't date personally, but (laughs) I don't think it makes you a villain, but I don't think it makes you a villain. You know what I mean? I'm not condoning the cheating. Absolutely not. It doesn't make you a villain. Exactly. Um, and then the other thing is there's multiple stories out there about bananas that, um, I have no witness to. I don't know anybody who has been a witness to them, like the elevator situation or it was another situation. Like I can't. I can't judge him off of those things right, because, exactly, because you know, it's not hearsay. That, mm-hmm, right. Yeah. And we, and we um, aren't going to give a platform to hearsay, you know? 
Right. And again, and I'll say this mm-hmm. many times, that doesn't and that doesn't I will never tell y'all because that gives too much power to you all. That doesn't necessarily mean I don't believe those stories. Right. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. Yeah. It just means I can't use that to judge him as a hated villain. Right. Right. Exactly. And and also, you know, from his challenge past and the things that he said about women and the and you know, all that stuff. On the island, yeah. Yeah. Cuz that gets brought up that was a long time ago, and I do think that he has shown strides in his growth as a human being. I mean, just seeing him on Real World Key West and seeing him now, and like the way he just speaks to people in general. I mean, he said he said homophobic things to Tyler and to many other yep. people. Um, and so I think, you know, that speaks a lot to also, like, and I'm not saying that it was okay, because I'm 100% not saying that. But back then, so much more was excusable. Because, like, it was an uncomfortable conversation, you know? Like, people didn't want to have yeah. those uncomfortable conversations. And I think we, on TV, we see them more now. Yeah, well, for me, it's not necessarily the back then that mm-hmm. makes me, I don't know, I don't necessarily say forget, but maybe forgive a little bit. Yeah. It is the fact that he has actually said it on his podcast mm-hmm. And in other places, you know, he he's actually apologized wrong. for those yeah. things and he knows it was wrong. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's it's not that's continued behavior. Exactly. Like some um, but yeah, the and what I saw from him from Key West, from the mm-hmm. island, even on the ruins mm-hmm. um as well, is that bananas was very, very insecure. Oh yeah. He was feeding off of other people. Yeah. Extremely it was very insecure. much like the the new kid who wanted to like fit in and whatever. And then you see him now yeah. and it's like he doesn't have to do that because, like, you know, there's other guys that are doing that now, right? You know? Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot somebody who's on my most hated, and uh, we'll let him be a blip as well. Um, his name is Zach. Anyway, so back oh. to back to your list. Ooh, can I? Ooh. Yeah, go ahead. Can I? Go can ahead. I? Can I? Okay. Yep, you can. Bitch. Okay? That's that's just... Mm, yep. He's a, he's a bitch. He, he a little bitch. Um, a little bitch. And another one. I keep... I, my list is blurring. Um, that we also will not give much of a time of day, but somebody who, um, uh, it was similar to your CT thing that, um, I had this opinion about them, but then I saw some behavior, um, in front of my face, um, is, uh, Eric Big Easy, um, Mm. wasn't a big Mm -hmm. fan of him in general, just his attitude, um, about Mm -hmm. things. Um, but then the way that he treated um, several people that we personally know and his attitude just mm-hmm. to everyone in general, um, I didn't appreciate it. And then, you know, I was like, then he, you know, came on All Stars and I was like, well, maybe he's different. He's not. He's not. He just has a bad attitude and um, doesn't really see any issue with it. So anyway, back to the favorite. So Johnny Bananas <laughs> on both of our lists. We could go on for a long time. Um but are you? I don't think anyone who is a fan of the challenge could say that the show would be the same without him, or would be mm. where it is without him. Love him or hate Facts. him, the show would not be the show that it is today without him. Facts, and you can't say that about CT. I don't give a no. fuck what y'all say. Johnny Bananas is the single person that you can say that about. Yeah, that's it. Um. All right. Next, Amarosa. Oh yeah. He's such a fun villain. Like oh you, like if you Google it. reality TV villain, Omarosa pops up. Like such a fun villain. Yeah, Jesus, she's the villain you absolutely want to see on your television oh, because yeah. she's gonna lean into it. Yep, she's gonna say what she needs to say. Yeah. She's not gonna fuck, like, and it's not like toxic. 
ish, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's just like really It's not contrarian. like a cruelty, like yeah, I want to ruin your that. life, meanness. Yeah. Right. It's true yeah. contrarian villain. Yeah. Like she I'm a star of the pot. stuff that you really yeah. don't expect somebody to say. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> um, Simon Cowell. Oh, I didn't yeah. expect to hear all Simon on here. Yeah, Hey, Mr. but Cowell. without Simon Cowell, we wouldn't have Jennifer Hudson, so... That's right. I like Simon because real, real talk, you know, people want to be nice about people that are bad entertainers, bad right. singers, bad whatever says, on these reality on competition shows. He says he says it exactly like it is, how he mm-hmm. sees it. Sometimes he's wrong. It doesn't mean he's always right, but right. he sees it exactly yeah. how it is. That doesn't and, happen and on American it. Idol and, anymore. Right. It really doesn't. Matter of fact. He's the reason for Fifth Harmony, mm-hmm. by the way. Yep. Um, he put those girls isn't together. He, isn't he the reason for One Direction? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Yep. Yeah. So, so he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. I know you gotta, hate gotta Kelly Clarkson because she's a yeller, but hey, you can thank you can thank <laughs> your boy Simon for Kelly Clarkson's <laughs> career. Okay. <laughs> Kelly is a villain, y'all. <laughs> I'm just joking. I love I love Kelly character and who yeah. she is as a person and all right. that stuff. I just think she's a yellow. She's she's yeah. not that great of a singer, y'all. All right. Um Anthony, Jerry... get back in your seat. Sit down. <laughs> now people calling me a villain. <laughs> right. <laughs> um Jerry Manthe from Survivor. Oh. I love Jerry. I, I love do Jerry. Too. I know I never would have like I mean I get I guess I get the villain thing. Yeah. 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 But she, like, or at least that's how they painted yeah. her out to be. I love the her. way she like most people wouldn't come back from this. But her edit, she got, I mean, I'm not blaming the edit, right? She got an edit on um, Australia, Mm -hmm. Outback. And then that reunion, she got destroyed Mm -hmm. at that reunion. Like, in a way that I would figure people to go in a hole. Similar yep. to how Todrick has gone in a hole. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> he, yeah, she is. Todrick does not exist right now. Yeah. You would expect, you would expect her to go in a hole, but no, she came back. Mm-hmm. She had she a bit, like, bit of a redemption story had, like, on all stars. She armor on. She was like, I'm yeah, back. Like, Let's man, do this. I love, I love yeah, me I some Jerry. I respect it. I really respect it. I respect it. some Jerry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that your whole That's list? That's my top five. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't have five. I could. I mean, anybody who listens to this, any, I'm sure any time that when they're like, they hear me say like top five, they're like, okay. Because like, they know <laughs> it's not going to be a top five. Um, because there's people that I want to make sure get mentioned. So they might mm-hmm. not necessarily be in my top five. This person is not on my top five because she just gets, oh, she gets on my nerves so bad. So bad. Like I hear her voice and I just like curl up in a ball. There's two, there's two of these. One. Is Nicole Franz Nicole? Oh, yeah, Nicole yeah, F. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> can't, can't do it. The second uh, one is Rachel Riley. I can't stand. I can't Rachel stand Riley. her. I can't stand her. So she's on your love list? No, no, no. no. I said she's somebody oh. that needs to be mentioned. She is not oh, on my you, love got list. Got you, got you. I can't stand her. I can't stand her. I can't, I can't stand Rachel like, Riley, but y'all. she, but it's not enough to, like to put her on my hate list, you know? Yeah. But I just like she just, ugh. like yeah. she just is a whiner. She's a whiner. And I'm like, girl, the Amazing Race is hard. Like when she was on the Amazing Race, I wanted to die. Uh, I was uh, like, it's a, it's hard. L- be nicer to your husband. <laughs> Plus, yeah. it's a heart. 
I will say there is something to say about villains that hate you, that make you hate them so much. Mm-hmm. There's something to say about them as like good. Like that's that's yeah. really a good thing in some instances. But yep. yeah, I'd be okay if I never saw Richard <laughs> Hatch. Same. Um, <laughs> and then we mentioned Richard Hatch earlier um, when we were talking about Russell. Because like Richard, yeah. he's a villain. He knows he's a villain. He owns being a villain. That's that. Um, yeah. but the only know, reason I didn't put him, I, I didn't put him on my, I, I wouldn't ever put him on my hate list, but the reason why I didn't put him on my uh, love list is because, um, the situations with Sue Hawk. Yeah. And then also like, I, I know it's a tactic in the game, but put your damn clothes on, bro. I, I don't, know. Stop, I know. Okay? I know. Just, it just wore me out. On, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a lot of the reason why he, like, I don't love him. I don't hate him, but like in the concept or the conversation of villains, Gotta mention him. Yeah. Um, someone who almost made it to my hate list, um, who will not be on my love list, but again, conversation of villains is Tony from Survivor. Like Interesting. Like he he's on a lot of like villain lists, right? Because like and and a hundred percent the reason why is because he he does like he gets rid of everybody's favorites, right? So it's like yeah. that. That's the, honestly that's the only reason he's the villain is because one he gets on everybody's nerves because he's freaking annoying. Um, but and then he like he he does these frustrating things and it's like why is my favorite person not doing that? You know, like yeah. or why are you believing him? You know, you've seen him win. You know, like why are you believe like on freaking? Oh my gosh, I can't believe he won again. Like, yeah. are they stupid? Like that's that's still all I can think about. All I can yeah. think about. I, I could never put him on a villain list, love, hate, or not. I don't. I don't well, see, I don't that's why he's ever... not. See, that's why he's not on one of my lists. But yeah. he was on so many of the lists online. And the last ah, person, you. the last person that is at the top of a lot of people's favorite villain list, but that will not be on either of my lists, is kind of like maybe in the in between is Parv. Really? Yeah, she's a, she's very widely considered a villain. I mean. But uh, and I consider her a villain because I was Team Ozzy and I'm still sad about it. Oh, well, Ozzy's just a bad player. I know, but I still he's, love he, him. He's not a good player. But like, okay, bless his heart. This this might you know what this might be one of those situations. I mean, I know she was cast on the villain team, right? I I, I get it. But this might be one of those situations where. Younger minds mm-hmm. right. would see her as a villain, yeah. but if you go back and watch oh, with yeah. a much more mature, no, I get hundred percent why she did what she you did. Know? I just, I just really loved Ozzy and like. Just, well, I wasn't just talking about that Ozzy situation. I was talking no. about just her. Right. No, but that's that's overall, why right? that's the only reason I would ever consider her a villain is because she got rid of gotcha. him. <laughs> but like outside of that, gotcha. <laughs> total respect. Outside of that. <laughs> Total respect, and I don't think she should be she should be considered one for, for me personally. Okay, so my list. So as we said, Johnny Bananas is on there. Um, Jordan Wisely. You got oh, you got a lot to you got a lot to say. Jordan is another one that I think he is very <laughs> competitively entertaining on the challenge. Um. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we may or may not be seeing him again soon. Um, mm-hmm. So that should be entertaining. Um, one thing, though, I did, you know, because, like, there's there's a lot of history with him and Nia and the way that he treated her and everything. And 
we might be seeing that on our screens again soon, may or may not be. <laughs> um, but so that's like a whole interesting other level. And I know that a lot of stuff has come out of things that he said in the past and that he has spoken on and, um, you know, things that he said are very personal, that he's apologized for, all that stuff. But a prop that I have to give him, that man is in the Ukraine right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said, you know what? I'm not going to just donate money. I'm not, he's like, I'm going to go and I'm like, I'm going to go be boots on the ground. And some people may say that right. that's stupid. Some people, whatever, like, but he said, I want to help I mean, a cause and I'm going to. Stupid or not is courageous. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. you know, like I, but I've, I've always loved Jordan. I've just, I think he, I don't know. I think the whole stuff with him and Turbo and like, there's just so many moments from the challenge where he is like appropriately stirred the pot. There are also moments where it's like Jordan. Like, I don't like watching old seasons with Jordan. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I think that they're just like with Ashley Mitchell, there is like a distinct point in his time on mm -hmm. MTV where you see a switch flip and he goes from like this villainous, like I want all the attention on TV to like, okay, like, I actually want to win, and, like, and honestly, it, it might have been around Dirty 30, um, where he was, just, like, where he, like, the switch flipped for me, for him, um, mm -hmm. where he just, he just became a competitor, and he knew he was still gonna have to, like, poke and prod at people, but, like, it wasn't from, like, a, a mean place, you know, it was more from just, like, a, I'm gonna be competitive, and kind of, like, you know, not, like, from a bully standpoint anymore, Yeah. um, and I think probably a lot of that had to do with, like, you know, with, you know, age and growing up and stuff like that. And, um, you know, then there's the whole, yeah. the whole Tory thing and that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. And I'll say this. Um, I, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily put him on a hated list. I don't think I can ever put him on a love list. Mm -hmm. I get why the Ukrainian thing is definitely something that stands out. So I can never not give him kudos for right, that. Yeah, because yeah, for sure. Otherwise, I need to bring take my ass out there if I'm going <laughs> to get right, for, you know what right. I mean? So, and this is where the conversation we had earlier around, like, mm -hmm. triggers. Yeah, you know, some sure. things are just triggers for people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, please, if a villain that we stated that we loved has a trigger for you and you would never put them on your love list, this is kind of an example of that yeah. for me with Jordan, right? I would never dog Kelsey for putting him right. on her love list. This is personal. Mm -hmm. This is the right. there's some things for me are just more difficult to come back mm -hmm. from than it would be for others. Mm -hmm. And I can't expect everybody to be on the right. same page as me about that because mm -hmm. they're not me. Right. Um so I get it, but yeah. then I could never do it. Right, yeah, for <laughs> sure. No, I totally get that. Um, let's see. Who else do I have? Oh, Sandra. Like, come on. Like Sandra Diaz Twine? Yes, sir. The queen herself. <laughs> um, like, she's the queen that everyone loves to hate. And, like, I think it's just that people, like, are just big mad that she's so freaking good at the game. Like, mm -hmm. and... Here's the thing is like, she's not even aggressively good. She's just like, she's subtly, she's just subtly yeah, good. And yeah. It's, it like, I think that's why people, I think that's why people make her a villain is because it pisses them off. Yeah. Cause they're just like, like, how is she always like, how has she won so many times? And it's like, because she's quiet. She's not, she, you know, but here's the thing. Tony is the exact opposite and he's won just as many times as she has. Right? No, she's won three mm -hmm. times, two times. 
No, both of them have won twice. Okay, okay, okay. I'm a I'm gonna make a statement. Yeah. And I don't usually I care, but <laughs> this time I don't. If you think Sandra is a bad player at Survivor, that's because you're a bad player at Survivor. Correct. She has some very unique and distinct mm-hmm. social skills yep. that a lot of people don't have. Mm-hmm. And there's one person that knows, I don't think there's anybody in Survivor that knows how to read the room better than Sandra. Oh, no. Like, she could be the freaking CIA. Like, <laughs> and, yeah. and she's actually right now on um, Australian Survivor Blood versus Water. Mm-hmm. Um, with her daughter. So I'm very excited because, like, she's already, like, you know, like, come for me and I'll come for you. I'm interested to see how she's going to mm-hmm. play with her daughter. Like, if she's, like, super protective yeah. of her or if she's, like, I don't care that you're my kid. Like, I'll play against you, you know? I feel like mm-hmm. it could go either way. So, um, also, this is a plug to Paramount Plus. Please put Australian Survivor back on Paramount Plus. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, Speaking of Australian Survivor, um, this he's not on my list, but Caitlin would murder me if I didn't mention him. David, uh, the Greek god. <laughs> the, her words, not mine. <laughs> um, he's from Australian Survivor. He's very much like, you know, a similar similar situation as like a parv, right? Like mm-hmm. where like you can see why he's a villain and like there's these things that he he did and I'm not going to like say much because I know there's a lot of people who are just now watching Australian Survivor but there are mm-hmm. some things that he has done to some people's favorite players that it's like you get why he's a villain but like he makes the show you know yeah. so like you like you got to have him so um so that was for Caitlin for sure. um so my last two um is Paul like friendship Paul from Big Brother uh, <laughs> I know that he is very polarizing, very, um, like very polarizing, but, um, which is why he's a vi- he's on the villain list. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think he was robbed by a bitter jury twice. And like, I think yep. based off of gameplay and who he was sitting next to, he should have won. Josh Martinez should not have won freaking Big Brother. That was a bitter jury if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Like, he, di- he did nothing but exist on that show. Paul should have won 100%. Um, yeah. But Caitlin did bring up a point for Paul's second, um, like, final vote or whatever. He wore, like, the mm-hmm. same outfit. You lost in that outfit. Why did you wear wear it again? Right. Like, I would throw it away, right? (laughs) Like, I would burn it. Like, burn some sage and, like, um, you know. What was it? That's like on Ghost Island. Yes. Uh, The purple and the orange. And I think it was purple that was just always losing. And then whoever, who went to fire, fire, fire making with, uh, who went to fire making? I can't remember, but they chose purple. Either. Yeah, they cho- Yeah, and it's like that was the team that was always like, losing. Like, why would you choose, choose that? that? Right, it's a terrible color. You had that choice, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, but yeah, like, so I get why he's polarizing. I get why people don't like him. Like, he's, you know, I get it. I love him. I think he is like reality TV gold. He is just like he's just pure chaos, like in human form. And, Mm -hmm. but I don't think he's a cruel person either. Like, I think he, um, I don't think he, I think he, you know, stirs the pot and whatever, but I don't think he does anything cruel. Um, so. And I, I don't mind a bitter jury, honestly, but 
I mind a bitter jury when there's no substance to it. Exactly. You know, when it's just it's like, like petty bitterness. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think when he lost to Nicole, that was a bitter jury, but like but I, it makes sense I, uh, yeah, for it Nicole made to sen- possibly right. win, exactly. but not for Josh. But not that for Josh. It sense. was literally like these people just didn't like Paul because they just didn't like him. Because his, yeah. but like one, they just didn't like him as a person. Like he got on their nerves. And two, he played a really good game and got rid of them. So they were bitter, you know? Mm-hmm. And like in a game like Big Brother and Survivor, like I see, we see that happen a lot. Like bitter mm-hmm. juries, like making the decision. And it's like, if you're on the jury, like sit back and look. Like, that's the people that I would vote for. Oh, you worked really hard and you got me out. Like, I wish that I was sitting where you are, but I'm going to vote for you because you've played the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so the last one on my list and, uh, well, the last one on my list and then I have two honorable mentions, so there's three more. Um, but the last one that okay. actually made my list was Janelle <laughs> because you cannot mention Big Brother without mentioning Janelle. Um, let, don't roll your eyes. She is... <sighs> She is the villain everyone loves to hate, right? But would we have some of the modern Big Brother players that we have without Janelle, Tyrone? Can you roll your eyes back into this current dimension? And- <laughs> That's how I feel about Janelle. <laughs> okay, well, moving on. <laughs> um, my two honorable... No, I get it, I get it. So my two honorable mentions are Devin Walker because it's Devin. Um, And I feel like he's a lot less of a villain now than he used to be. Um, But like he used to really like lean into it. Um, I really didn't like Devin for a long time just because I was like, you're just being annoying and mean and it's just dumb. Um, But now like the whole like now he's still annoying. um, But I feel like because we haven't had bananas on our screens in a while, like he's fulfilling a little hole that there was and like the somebody to start the pot a little bit, but he's never going to be Johnny bananas. That's aggressive Kelsey, but he's never going to be Johnny bananas. We (laughs) listen, the bar is on the ground for this show. The bar is on the floor. Devin is all that we had. Okay. He's all we had. Um, but my honorable mention is Scott Disick because Uh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. The king of putting the Kardashians in their place. Yeah. Like, I mean, and he's done, he's done terrible things. Like he said terrible things to Courtney and to all the sisters and the family, but there have just been some, just like with, you know, with Tiffany Pollard, like there have just been some hilarious moments where like he says the things that everyone else is thinking. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to toss yep. him on there as an honorable mention because he is, he is pure entertainment. So did I forget anybody? I'm, I'm like looking back through like all the notes and submissions. I don't think I've missed anyone because we talked about Tony. I'm sure that like we people, talked about a lot yeah, of we damn about a villains. lot of villains because there's so many and we there's probably so still miss people. Right. So, but yeah, um, is there anything else before I close this out that you want to mention about villains and entering the villain era and and all that <laughs> stuff? <laughs> Um, honestly, you know, I usually have some sort of ending thought process (laughs) or whatever. It's kind of like my thing, but I think we've really said it all instead of mouthful. I I expect to lose followers, I guess. Oh, Uh, I'm I'm here for it. It's fine. (laughs) Well, here, how about we end on this? If you're a villain, own your shit. Yes. Like, it's fine. Just own it. Like... 
Taylor Swift had to have her reputation era before she had her lover era, okay? It's all necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to make a Taylor Swift reference before I close this out. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for coming on and for um, divulging into the, um, the world of reality TV villains with me. And um, thank you to everyone for listening, for sharing my social, stuff on social media, subscribing to the podcast, buying merch, leaving me ratings and reviews. I greatly appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you. And until next time, y'all.